Walking into Roger Manning's class, you hear laugh and clutter. You see people running and crawling. There are no technologies involved, even during the break. Only real communication, emotions, and joy. You can feel the atmosphere of trust, willingness to learn, and curiosity in the room. There are no tables, no chairs. The whiteboard is never used. Roger proposes play-based learning. Hello, Roger. Hi. Um, so, a class you, you teach is called the Play Gymnasium and Uncanny Way of Learning. What does it mean? I think it means I want the students to start to question how do we learn? Uh, and what is learning? And what are the outcomes of learning? Maybe we're focusing so much on hard skills and actual uh, in terms of knowledge in quotes uh, versus you know getting the heart involved and these sort of emotional intelligence i want to know what your experience is i want to know what you're going through as a result of being in the unknown every time you walk into that classroom you're walking into i have no idea what we're going to do today and there's no tables, there's no chairs, it's just you standing there. And that begins to train the mind to get curious about the unknown. What is homework like for the play gymnasium? Class. Well, most of the class is experiential, so it's really important to be in class. And in terms of homework, we each student is broken up into a pair, uh, so with another student and they're responsible for creating a game based on you know one of these sort of uh, skills that are a result of emotional intelligence you know empathy vulnerability collaboration communication uh. so while the person's acting it out the other people who are behind me have to decide what this is Sharon Pinet. She's introducing the rules of the game she and her partner create as part of their homework. Classmates are attentively listening. The rules involve acting, running, and grunting. A sense of play makes college students sound like children, and they all enjoy it. No one is ashamed or not willing to participate is there's a volunteer project that happens over the course of the whole semester and the students will have to give a final presentation on what their experience was like volunteering uh, from start to finish. By encouraging a sense of play within the classroom, Roger's students develop a richer sense of what it means to be human, communicate more effectively, and cultivate empathy. In the play gymnasium class, students can free their spontaneity, imagination, and self. Can this way of teaching be applied to other classes? Without a doubt, I taught mathematics many, many, many years ago, and I turned a lot of the exercises and lessons into games there. So for sure, I'm not saying that we need to play games all of the time. I'm saying that it's a catalyst for something. It sparks something. It takes us into um, seeing things we would never see. It piques my curiosity. My observation goes. I get a new sense of wonder and seeing in the world. Innovation and creativity, collaboration, communication, resilience, persistence, 
All of these things start to happen when we game play. So they should be part of any learning experience because it's only going to augment the actual outcome of what it is that you're trying to teach. Uh, how have we structured classrooms throughout history uh, that may not be as conducive to a student's full development and potential. Roger's students share how people who walk past the classroom usually stop for a moment to look at what is going on inside. And they always see something intriguing, whether acting, stretching or clapping. It doesn't matter what they see. It is a fact how happy, open and involved students are. It must make them wonder how different the education would be if every single class was as enjoyable as the play gymnasium. For WNSR, this is Anastasia Kolesnichenko.